Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your twice-weekly podcast that is sometimes about the podcast, Too Beautiful to Live, in the Hobart Industrial Mixer Studios <laughs> in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. I'm Bobby Pape, and joining me from the Deer Blind Studios in the Mountain Room at the Ranch in Manchac, Texas, it's Mike Frizzell. Good evening, Mike. Good evening. It's very Deer Blind right now because it's uh, well past uh, 10 o'clock at night, so there's no way I'm spotting the deer out of, uh, out of the Mountain Room right now. This is most definitely an LRB after dark, and a special guest joins us to round out this Friday edition of the show, making a return appearance, but it's been a while. I believe it's her third on the show in the Paw Patrol studios in the Legend Oak neighborhood (laughs) of Austin, Texas. It's me. Oh, Hillary. Yes. (laughs) Hillary Livingston Butler. We'll do the whole name, right? I like it. Yes. Absolutely. Hillary Livingston Butler. More on names in a few minutes. Of the but... Dallas Livingstons. <laughs> exactly. Be, yeah. Let's get it correct. Hi, everyone. Hillary, welcome back. Thanks. Glad to be back. <laughs> Highland Park. <laughs> to be exact. Yeah. You have to do a hair flip with that. We're... I'm from Highland Park. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're going to do a little LRB business, including explaining why Hillary is here. Um, we've actually got more than a little bit of LRB business on this Friday edition of the show. Then we're going to do a follow-up file on uh, some recent topics of note on TBTL. Uh, and then we're going to address uh, an upcoming trip uh, as I am making my way down to the great state of Texas uh, in May. And we're going to talk about how we want to honor that with all three of us there at once. Then we'll do some housekeeping and tell you how you can get involved with the show um, I don't know what the format is for this Friday show. It's not a recap, but it's not any of our usual things, but it's something we wanted to do. So here we are. Uh, starting with some LRB business, Mike, you want to help us reintroduce Hillary to our listeners? Well, yeah, I mean, we're doing a a new variation on our Friday show, uh, and we're not sure how it's going to turn out, but hopefully I won't end up crying. So that's... <laughs> Please that's... don't. <laughs> So we're going to reintroduce Hillary to the to the LRB um, Wagoneers here. Hillary, you've appeared several times on the show. You've done your um, you've done your clip show, and you've also done a couple of recaps. Run us through your appearances on this show, like we would when we um, bring someone in to talk about their appearances on uh, on TBTL. Sure. Okay. So I was an early. Um, guest when it was an extremely long show I feel like when it was like when LRB <laughs> was like four hours long basically um <laughs> and it was just it was you and Christy and we talked about Jen um and her like bible when she was like a child preacher it was hysterical um so that yep. was not me Jen is, I, yeah, I still laugh when I think about it but um that was my first appearance god it was it was so long ago I mean it was it Two and a, three years ago? I don't even remember it's now. It's getting on three years, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a long time ago. We'll put the link in the show notes for the Jen the Preacher. It would have been an easy way out to introduce you and then just re-air that in its entirety. But um, we have too much to talk about to do that here. So I'll just put the link in the show notes. And mm-hmm. um, if people need more Hillary, and I suspect they will <laughs> after this, and you haven't heard that, you can go back and check that out. It's, it is an early early episode yeah and then um and then i re-listened to the recap episode i was on which was fine but it makes me really sad because we're talking about the democratic convention during it so it was like uh august 2016 <laughs> it makes me so oh. sad 
I seriously have PTSD. Like, I can flash back to, like, 11 p.m. on November 8th, 2016, and, like, kind of get physically ill. So listening back to that recap, like, re-depressed me because we had such hope in our voices. We just thought we knew. We just thought we knew that she was going to be president. My namesake was going to be president. But alack, alas, we, you know, hate women in this country, so... We elected a bonehead. Um, anyway, enough political talk there. Um, but- a minority of people hate women, <laughs> but uh, an electoral uh, I know, majority. Exactly. Like, whatever it was, 16,000 people across, like, Mich- or whatever, 80,000, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. <laughs> anyway. Um- Hillary, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, but LRB's district... <laughs> is actually sort of a corkscrew horseshoe around a couple of major cities, so you're kind of fucked. (laughs) (laughs) They've wedged us all into where we're a 98% uh, women-loving district, but uh, so we can't affect any other district. Yes, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we're pretty isolated. Dang it. Um, Gerrymandering. But anyway, so that was my last appearance. And then as far as just LRB events, like we had the Austin show, the, what was it called? South of Queso. And so we all got together. It wasn't, I think, a LRB sanctioned event, but it was as close as it comes. And it was really fun. Um, Bobby, you weren't there, Tier. But it was a really good time. And then, I know. You know. And then I came up to to Seattle for the, I know. I know. You were missed. And then, um, I came to Seattle for the uh, 10 year anniversary show. So that's sort of my. Without telling me. I, you know what? It really was. I really didn't do that on purpose. It was. I felt so shitty. It was Dave's birthday weekend and I found a really cheap ticket. So I was like, I'm going by. And so I could try to be a little bit uh, not celebratory <laughs> about it. Sorry. Well, I forgive you. We go way back as far as TBTL uh, goes. We. We got together. I met you at uh, the inaugural um, Austin get together yeah. at the Spider House yeah. here, where you brought you brought Dave and Duchess, my most favorite <laughs> member of your family. She's pretty much Duchess. the best. She's the only one that listens to me. Although she's really deaf now, so I have to like get into her face to make her <laughs> listen to me because she's thirteen. But she's like uh-huh. the best child that I have in this house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't I make it clear that? Duchess is not an actual child. You're not yelling at a 13-year-old deaf child. <laughs> no, it, I'm sorry. Duchess is my golden retriever who's a sweet baby, and all she wants to be is pet, like, almost constantly. She'll put her head in your lap and is content if you just pet constantly. And if you stop, she will use her head to make you pet her some more. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they have a way of doing that. Um, and that's a great run for a large yeah. dog, and I'm I'm so glad – She's still around, she's and still I kicking. loved meeting her. Yeah. Oh, she's she's Duchess a good doggy. Well, I look forward to meeting Duchess. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like something we're going to be able to make happen for in a few sure. weeks here. For sure. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much my LRB experience. So, um, before we get to the real, um, <laughs> to the bad shit that happened around Austin Thanks. this week. I will give a stump date, and that is uh, two days ago, or was it yesterday? I can't remember now. Um, I got my broken ankle fixed on my um, previous uh, stick, and I am walking now. And I walked out to my car today, and I'm walking around the house, and I'm even walking between levels of the house with the... um, 
not necessarily the use of a cane, but the reassurance of having it on me. Um, so, so that I won't fall down because, uh, let's not have a big setback by me breaking my arm yeah. or, or neck or yeah, head. You're running out of non-torso. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, so it's pretty exciting. I've been that's I, awesome. ambulatory now. So, um, that's the stump date. So, um, the other which, thing I wanted to get into, uh, I'm sorry, do you have a be- question? Before you do that, I'm just, yeah, I'm just curious which Texas faith healer laid hands on you. <laughs> To make all this happen. <laughs> Let's not talk about Texas faith and Christianity for now. Um, That's had, actually a sad transition. That's a good point. I had questions for uh, Hillary about bedtime at her house because oh. you have a boy and a girl. Yes. The girl's older yes. and the boy's younger. Yes. And what are the ages? Uh, Bridget is six going on like, I don't know, 17. And Rory is three. Okay. So... <clears throat> Bedtime is it complicated because um, it's a- because of their age difference, their their gender difference, and what they need to be read, and and does Dave have to be involved or do you have to be involved? Is it? I mean, I I, I wonder about this because I've not been a parent of multiple kids. It is okay. It is much. okay on one hand it is much easier and generally we have both of us involved like it just is the way it is dave takes rory usually i took him last night but dave takes rory i take bridget they take a bath or whatever then they watch one tv show which they try to bar i mean these kids like it's like heroin i mean they are like more tv please um and so paw patrol well paw patrol for rory and then whatever some wildcrats uh, they like Wildcrats. Uh, Bridget really likes this show called, um, oh, shoot. It's something about numbers. And now I can't remember what the name is because I kind of like tune out. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's horrible. It's not terrible. <laughs> like I'll snicker at it, but it's not anything. I mean, horrible for you. Yeah. I'm like, I don't mean Whoa. it's not educational yeah. or no. age appropriate. Mostly it's crappy. But um, and then we read some books. So usually I take Bridget and she's actually OK because now she's older and she's in kindergarten. She's a little bit more tired when she gets home because she doesn't take a nap in the middle of the day. Anyway, and then Dave takes Rory. Now, the reason why it's sometimes harder with two people is they try to like pit us against each other and be like, I want mm-hmm. daddy. I want mommy. Sometimes if there's yeah. one person, you can just like crack the whip and you're like, oh, right. Um, it, there's only so much time. Yes. I, I'm divided between you two exactly. and that's it. But they try to like keep you switching. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I got and, you. and you're running. This is the thing about parenthood that especially with working parents, you're always like there's just never enough time for anything. I mean, that's true about everybody. But like I need my kids to be in bed by 8.15, really. Like, that's the dream. But then it's you're looking at your mm-hmm. clock. It's an 8.30, which is fine, except the next morning when you wake them up at 6.30, they're fucking nightmares. So it's like, I need you I need you in bed. I need you in bed. So you're just, like, pushing them. And you want to just be alone and not, like, dealing with a child at 8.30 mm-hmm. at night. So it's, like, it's so weird. Once they're in bed, you're like, oh, I miss them. They're my sweet babies. But five minutes before they're going to bed, you, like – want to like kill them you're like get in bed if i see you one more time no tv tomorrow so a lot of take another jigger of nyquil (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) so yeah that's kind of the the run through from 6 30 to 8 30 in my house it's like kind of chaos and then and then we're good Mm -hmm. then it's easy street Mm -hmm. all right that's the story i really wanted to get um bobby you have an, an update on the uh status of your house and uh, some materials you've acquired? <laughs> well, 
Um, I, I don't know if this is like the first three months of a pregnancy, like if we're not supposed to say anything because I don't want to jinx it, but the house uh, is under contract. Um, and woo. we are super excited that the house went under contract really quickly. And I think I may have mentioned on the show, we had originally planned on sitting on the house for a while. Um, and when we went to our realtor, she said, no, 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 sell it right now. This is the time. Ask for more than you think you should. And uh, it all is working the way it's supposed to. And if it stays on this path, we will get exactly what we wanted out of it, um, which is uh, not not a lot more than what we paid, but enough more that we'll be pretty comfortable getting out of here. And, and we will have made money on the last few years of this house. Um. The challenge now is that 80% of the stuff has been moved out to Buffalo. I'm living in the hole of the house that's left. Um, and I'm going to try to start auctioning off the last things in this house. Everything about me must go. It's Sleeping like on an soul. inflatable canoe. <laughs> yeah. Kayak. Kayak. Sorry. Kayak. Sorry. Um, but I'm going to fill it with water. So it'll be great. Right. Um, it's just going to be that and the mirrors on the ceiling. That's all that's left in the house. <laughs> nice. It really is like the waterbed inventor's dream. I really, I love having mirrors on the ceiling so I can watch myself masturbate. <laughs> oh, we took it to a, an even sadder and lonelier place than it started. <laughs> I just want to clarify that that was um, a joke. There, there are no mirrors on the ceiling. There's there's one no. large mirror leaned up against the wall in the bedroom right now that needs to be packed. And You're it's a really use a handheld mirror. You know, it's it's a nightmare. Uh, the problem with the mirror in the bedroom where it is now is that it's in a really awkward spot. And so if I get out of bed in the morning and I catch myself at the wrong angle, it is horrifying. Oh, I hate mirrors. Like, I've always hated mirrors. That's day ruining. You're like, what? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I don't want to see myself as others see me. I never <laughs> a tr- want that. A, well, a, a treat for the listeners is I don't wear a lot to bed. <laughs> and so... I catch myself by surprise. <laughs> well, I would advise not putting on your transitions before you get up. Then it's you're just a blob in the mirror. Um, a we brownish did have to... area with points. Sorry, a whitish area with points. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we did have to take down a mirror that our landlord kindly put up in the bedroom of our apartment um, for reasons I don't understand. So. The first time she came up to see the apartment after we sort of got settled in, I put it back up because I felt bad because she screwed like four brackets into the wall for it. Um, But the second time I just gave up because I got sick of forgetting to take it down and then rolling over in the morning and seeing my face in the wall. Oh, hello. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, not good. Um, So we're clearing out everything here and there are some things that just won't be able to make the trip for various reasons, including but not limited to the fact that we're going from a house to a one bedroom upstairs apartment. Um, we did yeah, buy that's a very tiny. nice, that is, that is yeah. quite a transition. We bought a very nice chair. That was the one addition to the apartment. Mike, the chair that you inspired me to buy. Oh yeah. These chairs are the best. We should post. Where are they from? This. Well, the brand is stressless. Oh, and, um, they're very designy. And if you see it, you'll recognize it as a very particular kind of chair. Um, Mike, how long have you had yours? Uh, I've had mine, um, probably now for about 12 or 13 years. It's, I bought it when I moved from Tukwila from the ghetto, uh, out to Redmond near where my office was. And I was, had finally 
gotten free of the feds and I had enough money to get a, uh, I got a mattress, box spring, and a nice chair and ottoman. And I was inspired to get this particular chair and ottoman because my grandfather, who um, was from Denmark, he was a carpenter and a furniture maker, and this was the chair that he sat in. Um, pretty much, you know, to relax uh, in his adult life. And, and it's, it, it looks good. It feels fantastic. And you don't, it's not, um, it's not fabric, it's leather. So it doesn't, you know, absorb all of your odors and oils and all the bullshit that ruins recliners. So it's, um, so I still have it still looks good. And it's, it's just a lifetime item and i only paid like 600 for mine but i think bobby you you got an even nicer version of it which is closer to my grand granddad's which i couldn't quite afford but uh when i could afford to get some facsimile of this chair i got it and i i'm sitting in it right now here in the mountain room and it's it's the best nice i just looked it up and it's pretty cool i like the looks of it there's a lot of different versions of it i'll i'll put a link to the one that we got okay and um, nobody judge. Uh, f- uh, what I'll say is the price you're going to see is not the price we paid, even though we got it from this store um, because, you know, it's a furniture store. So we got it on sale. Um, but uh, I think the deal was Sam feels a little bad because we moved to New England for her and then we moved back to Buffalo oh. for her. <laughs> And we could never get a new couch into this upstairs apartment because the stairs are windy and tight and it just isn't going to happen. So we have like an Ikea love seat and then we have this Cadillac of a chair. (laughs) Uh, But the thought is that when we end up buying a place in Buffalo, this chair will be able to make the trip. Um, And also, I think it was a reward for me for being so chill about everything but the move. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, but we have to get rid of some things, too, and that includes this mixer um, years ago because we never got a KitchenAid stand mixer when we got married. I always joke that it's like the one thing I didn't get out of the marriage. It should have been in the dowry. <laughs> and so Sam found a Craigslist ad one day for a kitchen, like an industrial kitchen stand mixer, so she thought. And she went to buy it, and it turned out that it was actually a professional baking kitchen <laughs> floor mixer. Like I need to see, I need to see it compared to something. Like how big is it? So yeah, it's it's uh, twenty six inches tall, sixteen by sixteen inches is the footprint. It's a twelve quart mixer. It's a beast. Uh, they don't make them like this anymore. You can buy other companies' versions of this, but these these Hobart's are like antiques that are sought after because they still work so well. Um. And they run online anywhere from like one thousand to two thousand dollars based on condition and how much they've been refurbished. And how many people are willing to indulge their millennial uh offsprings um <laughs> dreams of uh, opening yeah. a cupcake shop. Right. So that's that's what happened. Sam found a Craigslist ad and it was a woman who was liquidating her her young daughter's failed dreams of owning a cupcake bakery. And Sam got the impression from interacting with this woman that the parents had put a lot of money into this failed dream. And they were just trying to get rid of all this shit and get a little of their money back. (laughs) Um, 
And Sam did this to surprise me. So the woman didn't know what she was selling and Sam didn't know what she was buying. So she shows up with this mixer <laughs> and a backseat full of like half sheet pans, which we still use and love. I love kitchen industrial yeah. supplies. Yeah. Um, she paid 200 bucks for the lot. Whoa. Damn. Mike, they were really having a fire sale. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. So we've used it like a couple of times. We don't have the dough hook. Uh, unfortunately, but we have the paddle and the whisk. Hey, uh, Sam, you, uh, your last day is Tuesday. Do you want to take 12,000 cupcakes into work? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I posted it on my Facebook page because I want to get rid of it. And I, I'm trying to find places in Rhode Island where I can list it. Like, I'm going to make a, I made a flyer. I'm going to go put it up at the food service, like cash and carry. You should do it at the antique. That's a great idea. You should do it at the antique mall where my mother-in-law used to have a little stand. Do you think that there's something in Pawtuck. You know that one? There is a big antique yeah, mall, she but they make a... me pay for a stall. Oh. oh. I think. You should yeah. see if a seller wants it or something. Well, that would be ideal, and I'm, I'm trying to find a used broker, like a used yeah, restaurant yeah, equipment yeah. broker, to just buy it. It clearly needs a good cleaning, but other than that, like, it works fine. I gave it a quick yeah. scrub for the pictures, and if somebody wants to really get in there with some degreaser, that'd be great. But yeah, if you know anyone, I've got a couple of leads already, but I don't want to have to like deal with transporting this. No, thing. they have to come pick that. You shit already up. have like four or five people in our network of uh, LRB, you know, because we have lots of bakers. <laughs> yeah, in, in that that would love to have it, but just nobody within your general, as Emily would say, vicinity. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I mean, uh, I can't imagine what it would cost to ship this oh thing. Oh, my God. Right. A hernia, Just, maybe? I mean, I love my FedEx office, guys, but I'm pretty sure if I show up with this, like, I'm going to have to, like, put it on a skateboard and drag it <laughs> behind my car all the way there. I still don't know how, in hindsight, I got it out of Sam's trunk. Um, I... Because she, she, you'll get that testicle back someday. <laughs> I'm sure. She, she came home. It was like I have, a, I have a present for you, but it's in my trunk and I can't get it out. <laughs> oh my god! Did you laugh when you saw it? Like, um, this is ridiculous. Yes, yes. And I, I didn't want to get rid of it right away because I appreciated the thoughtfulness of the right. gift. Yeah. But I finally said to her, "Look, I listed it for twelve hundred dollars. If I can get a thousand for it." I will buy a KitchenAid stand mixer for $500, like a really There's nice one. There's just no way that the two of you could ever eat or give away enough stuff that would require a mixer of that. It reminds me of one of my, one of my favorite like weirdo – it's not a weird movie, but it's weird that it's one of my favorite movies is Wayne's World. I don't know why. I just have a soft spot for it. And there was a part where she's like, I bought you a gun rack. <laughs> it's like, I don't own a gun, let alone miniguns. What am I going to do with a gun rack? And that kind of reminds me of this situation a little bit. Well, the the flaw with this really is also like, let's say you want to make one cake. You, you can't. You can't yeah. use it for that because it's it it too, it'll all be at the bottom of the bowl. Like you have to have enough volume in the mixer. Yeah, I've I've worked in in so many restaurants and particularly pizza restaurants where you're mixing up, you know, um hundreds and hundreds of and sometimes thousands of dough balls and you know, um if if you told me, "Uh, oh, we need two pizzas today." I would be like we're not using this. <laughs> We're not using no. this. No. I'll do it by hand. Yep. yep. 
But I told Sam, I said, please don't be sad if I sell it because we really can't. We got to get rid of it one way or another. Oh, don't be don't sad sell- because I'm going to buy a used car with the fucking- <laughs> right. I'm going to buy. Profits. I'm going to buy most of a really nice chair. Um, yeah. I'm going to buy a stand mixer that we can actually use, and I'm going to buy you something sure. nice, and maybe we'll go away for the week. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a deal. So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, if you know anyone who wants a, uh, an A120 12-quart three-speed stand <laughs> mixer or floor mixer, uh, and you're willing to come get it in Pawtucket, Rhode Island, give me a call in the next month. Yeah. Testicles uh, are not replaceable. We're not guaranteeing that you... <laughs> Anything will redescend. Uh, and with that, uh, why don't we go into the follow-up file uh, for a conversation mm. that I wanted to have with you guys about nicknames. And I'm glad, actually, we waited now. I, I, I wrote this up for our run sheet at the end of last week. We did the recap, but we were so mad at Andrew for being a baby that <sighs> we sort of glossed over nickname talk. <laughs> I think I was still coming down from my rage. <laughs> And I sort of forgot to bring that back around in the recap. So, yeah, Bobby, you kind of lost it there. I, I was surprised because you are almost a staunch defender of TBTL in its current um, iteration. Well, I have I have a theory that I've voiced before, and I mentioned it a little bit then. But basically, I I love Jen. And I love the original era of, of TBTL and I love the cast of characters that made that show possible. And the show today is very different than that show. And I won't go into the whole thing now because this could be a whole episode on, on my theories on this. But Luke and Andrew, for their faults, deserve a lot of credit. They've clearly grown enough audience. They're clearly raising enough money. It's those of us who've been listening for a long time sometimes are sad that it isn't what it used to be or, or just have different feelings about it. Especially those of us in, involved in the nostalgia business. Right, yeah. We, we thrive are. on it. Yeah. That's what we're here yeah. for. Um, but we always think that what's what's happening now is obviously wrong because it's not resonating mm-hmm. with us. And I don't think that that's necessarily fair because whatever they're doing, even if it's not resonating with us, this it's small working. cluster. Of, right, right. <laughs> I, APM wouldn't keep them if they weren't paying for themselves and, yeah. you know, accomplishing something. Um, and, you know, I'll be wrong the day that APM fires them. But, um, you know, this is the only era in which um, two hosts have gotten legitimate full-time pay to do this job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jen was a producer and and wasn't really supposed to be a co-host. She just was because she was. Um and and it's clearly working for someone who's willing to sign the checks. So, you know, we get hypercritical. But, yeah, no, Andrew just, you know, and I, I felt a little bit bad after because clearly he was just having a rough day. And then I had a little therapy moment where I said, well, that doesn't mean I don't get to have my feelings, too. So mm-hmm. he had a rough day and I had a rough response. I've I've always thought of it, not thought of it. When, when I when it was coming up on the 10th anniversary and I was thinking, oh, my God, I've been listening to this consistently for like nine years I can't believe it, you know, and I was just kind of thinking back on my history with it. I, it's like a little bit like a marriage. Like there's some days where you're like, I fucking hate these guys. I don't even want to listen. And But you kind of do still. <laughs> and like I'll fast forward. I don't want to hear Andrew talk about the Oscars. I just don't care because I like the Oscars. I don't really care about his opinions on yeah. it. And I just kind of like will fast forward through it and like I don't want to deal with it. But then in the like 
long run of it, I have such warm feelings about it. And they'll bring me back in with something that just like makes me laugh or kind of makes me smile. And they, it is like friends or like a, just a long relationship that you're in somewhat dysfunctionally. But uh, but uh, that's kind of how I look at it right now. It's like a daily that's thing. That's a great example. Yeah. The Oscars thing because that pisses me off too because I, I it is a phony thing. Well, yeah, I, don't really I mean, care for it that much, but I'll watch it yeah. just because this is what people are going to be talking about. Yeah. It's like kind of the same way I'm watching Game of Thrones. I just want to know what's going on yeah. culturally. Yeah. yeah, so I don't want to just let my uh, I hate phony people. I don't want to let my Holden Caulfield yeah, get exactly. in the way of exactly. me knowing what what's going on in the world. That's why I hated Catcher in the Rye. I was like, come on, man. Like, you're not that cool. And that's Andrew. When Andrew starts acting like that, I'm like, it just kind of, I don't know, irritates me. But at at the same time, yes, like I, I, you know, I wistfully think of the days of Jen and Sean and Luke. But you're right. This is the only profitable version of TBTL. And, you know, yes, I Mm -hmm. wish it was more tight. I wish it would. They, you know, when they came back from Wait, Wait, they would actually do a really good show instead of some bullshit tired show. That really makes me crazy. I wish they would respect their listeners a little bit more. But I know they love us. It just is they're so stuck in their heads sometimes that I don't know. It's so complicated. It's such a (laughs) weird relationship. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, uh, we, and it's not just we in LRB and let's say even the LRB listeners who are clearly the top 10 or 15% of TBTL listeners. Yeah, of course. I think, well, I think we are creeping up toward 15%, Bobby. Thanks for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we have the most attentive listeners and even the Stens page, you know, we, we often gauge the Stens page as a, as a barometer of TBTL listeners, but it's not. Yeah. There's a couple thousand people on the Stens page, and God help them if those are the only people listening. I think, you know, even um, Kiki Loco the other day <laughs> uh, let slip some numbers while she was talking, yeah. and they were kind of in line with what we've heard before. Yeah. And it would make you realize that the, the Stens page is still only like maybe like a tenth yeah. of the listenership. Yeah. There's a mm-hmm. whole lot of people out there who are listening and are perfectly content to not give feedback. And, you know, you can look at Yelp to see the kinds of people who give feedback, the people who love something and the people who hate exactly. something. Exactly. Exactly. The, the the reviews are never like, eh, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fine. Uh, okay. I didn't much care for it or it's pretty good. You, you don't get those. You get, these guys are idiots or this is the best thing ever. Oh, my God. Exactly. Right. And, and none of my opinion is to slander or not appreciate the earlier eras of TBTL. I think... I think that it's also a timing thing. You know, if the timing had been different, then maybe the NPR pilot, the public radio pilot that Luke and Jen built would have gotten off the ground. But really, it was Luke's charisma years later and weaseling his way into conferences and glad handing. And, you know, for all the shit we give him for all that, his best skill Man. is probably what got them the steal. And, you know, but, but Andrew he's a just, great guy. Yeah. Uh, let's just say it. Luke is a great guy. I mean, I told this. He's one of the one of the best pre- people I, I've ever met. He's a he's a great guy. When I went to the tenth anniversary show, I, um, when we were like, kind of mingling before I was like too inebriated to like talk to anybody, um, I we were mingling around <laughs> after the show, and Luke was glad handing, which is crazy because they had been up for whatever a thousand hours, and he came up. He was like, "Oh, hey, Hillary, how are you? I'm glad you ca- you came." I'm 99% sure I've never met Luke before. I I didn't meet him at the Austin show because he was surrounded and I didn't want to like wait in line or 
kind of groupy around him. Um, so the fact that he knows who I am and remembers my name off of something or other is pretty amazing. Yeah. It's a superpower. It's a skill. It really is. Yeah. Um, and also, I love Andrew. I really do. I, um, I, I just think that he had a rough moment, and I also think it was fair for me to be mad at him for it. No, totally. Oh, yeah. Totally. I just, you know, um, you can't... I I would tell him this, so if he hears it or he hears it from someone, that's fine. I mean, I was just messaging with him today about something else, and in fact, we're recording this on Wednesday night. I haven't listened to today's TBTL yet, but I went on a deep dive looking for that Rapture song, and I think some of that made today's TBTL. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw something about an update on the on the Rapture. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I still love him, um, but, you know, once in a while, if he's going to act like a dumbass, um, I'm not going to have a problem telling him he's acting like a dumbass. I do the same thing to Luke, and I do the same thing to any LRB host. You do it to me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all do it. So we just, you know, that's what good friends do, and... You know, telling Andrew he should not be so thin-skinned or maybe not follow the Stens page so closely. Yeah. When I take it too far on a Natalie Merchant porn <laughs> reference, I mean, I hear it. I hear oh, it I, from the. From I left the that in host. because we were trying to find ten thousand little people. To... You, you were trying to shame me by leaving it in. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's actually amazing all the stuff from you we cut out that I can't even tell people about <laughs> here because it's just so well, racist. I think you, the. I think the reason you left that reference in was because Christy was actually very intrigued by. Um, this is not the takedown yes. podcast, Mike. She's got use of her other arm back, so she's immediately taken it to Tumblr. <laughs> um, this is a huge deviation from why I put this on the red sheet, which was to discuss nicknames. And I thought of it because uh, we've got a couple of different situations here. Mike, you've got a couple of distinct nicknames, and I thought for newer listeners it might be nice to tell them why. Um, Hillary, I just asked you if you had nicknames to talk about, and it sounds like you do. Yes. And I really don't, except for Bobby. one from when I was a kid. Well, right. But we'll, I'll just do mine. That's it. I'm Bobby. I've always been Bobby. And people thought I would outgrow Bobby. I come from a family where everybody has Y names. My mother's Candy, as we've discussed. The famous. And her brother and sister are Peggy and Terry, and their mother was Betty. And so your your I'm... mom was particularly uh, intrigued by the Candy Post that we put up. <laughs> she loves anything LRP that might week. be about her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's she leans into that name. She really she really likes yeah. it. She does not like when I call her out for having a stripper name. <laughs> oh God. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, Lisa's so not destiny I was, or yeah. right, cinnamon. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I was Bobby as a kid, and everyone assumed I would just outgrow it someday. But now I use Bobby as my litmus test for whether or not I like someone or they know me, because like my work email is Robert Pape, and uh, you know my work business card say Robert Pape. But if somebody calls and asks for Bobby. I know that, like, we're on a level that I want to hear from them. <laughs> and you if know, ask- Bobby, that's funny because when I first got to know you, I knew you as Robert. And when we got you on Takedown Podcast, I was addressing you as Robert at first. And then you said, call me Bobby. And I was like, oh, you're not Bobby anywhere on Twitter or Facebook. Well, so it's funny. But- I wasn't. I've changed that. I actually changed my Facebook name. To, to Bobby Pape 
like, I don't know, six months or a year ago, because it finally occurred to me, you know, for despite the fact that I live on Facebook, constantly open, it's the best way to get a hold of me is Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. It just never occurred to me to update that. Just like friend requests, like I'm really bad about seeking people out. So if they friend me, I'll accept. Although for a long time I had it set up so you couldn't friend me. Um, I just didn't realize it wasn't Bobby. So I finally changed it. But RLPAPE's been my username for stuff since the early days of the internet when I didn't realize that would be a bad idea. <laughs> I kind of felt like a dick when you <laughs> corrected me. I was like... Because it was like you were like, no, I'm Bobby. And I'm like, oh, I, why didn't I know this? Well, you wouldn't have until you talked to me. But that's that's the thing now. So when people for work call and ask for Robert, you know, like it's probably a salesman yeah, or somebody I owe money to <laughs> or a bookie or something. <laughs> um, and if they ask for Bob, I just hang up. Oh, oh. Bob. Right. Because oh. they think and I work with so many older people who just assume if my name is Robert that I'm a Bob. Yeah, and mm. and no offense to the Bobs out there, if it fits you, it fits you. But like, I'm just not a Bob. Yeah, and I've Bob's never said, I've never you. said, hey, call me Bob. <laughs> I would never say that. So, um, you know, Bob Stein wears it. Yeah, he's a Bob. Yes. Yeah. Generationally, he, you know, he it works. My brother, because he's an older fella. My brother-in-law is not an older fella, and he is a Bob through and through. I mean, I mean that with the utmost respect, but he is a Bob. <laughs> And how many cars did he sell last month? You know what? He didn't, but he owns not one, but two, like, not barbecues. What are those? The smokers, like large smokers. So he's a, <laughs> sure. he's a Bob. Sure. Yeah. I'm just, You're I'm not, not a Bob. Bob. Um, and I'm not named after anyone. My mother specifically gave me a name that wasn't a family name. Um, but like, I like to sort of daydream that I'm named after Bobby Kennedy or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, you know. There are, there's a there's a select number of Roberts where Bobby actually works. Yeah. And I want to be in that group. I like Bobby. But it I don't have you. Yeah, I don't thank you. I don't have any like um fun goofy nicknames. Uh you know, when I was a kid, I had a small group of friends who called me Bobbert, which was just stupid. <laughs> mm. Um That's reaching. But that's really it. Yeah, exactly. Feels labored. But Mike, why don't you remind us how Drew McFrizz became Oh yeah. Well, do you want me to go go back to childhood to to you want me to go through my um progression of nicknames or do you want me to just start with the most current? Well, give us give us the highlights. <clears throat> okay, well, when I was a a kid, a a little kid, like um between the time I was a uh, an infant and like 3, 4, at most 5 years old, I was a chubby kid. Uh I was the youngest um sibling in the family and i think when by the time the youngest comes along they just kind of get to eat whatever they want yes. uh they get to have as as much access to the to the uh food source uh, as they want nobody's reading any spock anymore <laughs> it's just kids crying you you give them some uh, am i right yeah Hillary? i'm the youngest of five and yes i heartily agree <laughs> so I I was a, a chubby little fella, and um, my grandfather on my mother's side, he was a uh, he was the son of a, of a um, Danish florist, and he was a carpenter. He made furniture here in the states, um, and he named me Little Fat, 
like L I L apostrophe <laughs> fat. And he he made me a um a wheelbarrow, a little wheelbarrow that I could scoot around. <laughs> And uh, he's so talented. I still have two of the pieces, furniture pieces that he made that are just, you know, very Danish styled uh, bureaus that uh, Emily allowed me to bring from Seattle because they're they're so nice. And he made me that wheelbarrow and he etched little fat into the side of it. He named my brother Marky Maypo because uh my brother liked uh, the Maypo cereal. It was like a hot cereal at the time. So he was a great guy. So I was little fat, but then when I was like five or six I, you know, grew out of that. Uh and then eventually I was called Shaggy by my family and my friends at school because I had a uh, a big shock of uh white hair like sun bleached hair and we can post that picture um from little league like when i was eight years old uh in the show notes and i also but i'm not sure if it was the hair or this jacket that i really liked i i and i had it from like eight to ten years old that was like a shag carpet on the outside and i really loved it but i'm looking back i'm not sure how attractive it was but I just really liked it. So I was called Shaggy. And then um, the n- next nickname it took until I was about 19 or 20, probably 20. And this was uh, right about when I got into drugs. And the reason I got into drugs was because I dislocated my right knee twice playing basketball. And I tore my left quadricep twice playing baseball and softball in about a span of a year and a half or two years. And what that meant was that I became sort of the designated hitter. Mm -hmm. Uh, So um, my, my friends and the guys on the teams and in the frat that I was in started calling me moose, you know, because that DH is kind of the fat guy that just, strolls up and hits or whatever and while i wasn't fat yet and that wouldn't happen until after i got out of prison um they were just calling me moose just to tease me and a friend of mine dave this guy in la that i've talked about before he started calling me moose mcfrizz and uh, because there were so many of my in my friend circle that were named mike uh, my middle name is Andrew, and they started calling me uh, Drew, and I became Drew McFrizz, which is my current Twitter nickname. So then I met Emily, and one of the things she noted about me uh, was the fact that I like to do a lot of household tasks and do a lot of chores, and that uh, I was... I kind of have a heavy step or did have a heavy step around the house. And she would hear me you know, just walking around the house doing my stuff. And she would say, um, uh, and one of her things was like, hey, be a lamb and do this for me. And she would then hear me doing it. And so she would hear me clip-clopping around <laughs> the house like a lamb. So I became clip-clop, which became clip. She calls me clip all the time. That's probably the most... N- you know, 
if she calls me Mike, it's, I know something's, something's fucking wrong. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been caught out doing something. <laughs> so, uh, I, clip is normal. Clop, that's <laughs> less normal, but still fine. Cloptastic. <laughs> Cloptronic, <laughs> clop terrific, uh, and clipsation salad is uh, is probably her favorite to to say. So uh, yeah, so now you're all caught up on my nicknames as far as I can remember. I'm sure there've been more, but they just didn't catch on. I tried to give myself a nickname in the chat that we have, the big chat. I tried to call myself the Black Mamba, oh, God. which is the nickname that <laughs> Kobe Bryant. That, uh, yeah, that Kobe Bryant tried to give himself, and it, just because I was trying to parody, because I hate Kobe He's the Bryant. Worst. I hate this Ugh. fucking rapist. Yeah. Um, I and, struggle and, because and I he love gave Nutella. Himself that nickname. <laughs> What's that? Sorry, love Nutella. I struggle because I love Nutella. And that used to be his big. I, they dro- they dropped him, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh so yeah, that that's that's the only nickname I ever tried to give myself and it was within the chat and it was a parody and I think Bobby was the only one who got it. <laughs> yeah. Um But luckily when you give yourself a nickname in a chat, you never have to look at it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Other people are just constantly bombarded by it. <laughs> right. A right, uh, cu- right. couple so, of couple of codas here. Uh one <laughs> We also nicknamed you Tandy in that chat because we had two mics right. for a while. No, that was that's actually a pretty good one because uh, on the show Last Man on Earth, um, a, a cooler guy shows up with um, what was the guy's name on the show? Um, the character's name on the show. I didn't watch it. Or I, I don't it. remember. I I don't remember. But it's well. Anyway, the guys the guy's real name was Tandy, and so when a cooler guy showed up in this group of the last people on earth. He was forced to revert to his real government, which was Tandy (laughs) and it's a horrible name. So yeah, I like that. Well, and then you, you, you had a stroke one night and changed everybody's nicknames. My my hand, I fell asleep at the keyboard. My hands just hit the... It's like that movie, (laughs) Idle Hands. I started just assigning nicknames. It was fucking great. (laughs) Well, the thing is, a lot of those are still assigned. So if I... If I can find that now, your your current nickname in that chat is Tandy Indicazerhurses. Right, because the assumption was that I was was high. (laughs) Which I can't deny. I mean, uh, right. it could have been. Uh, and then let's not forget that the Minnesota wordsmith uh, nicknamed you the jail dude. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. The yeah, jail dude. I, how could I forget that? Yeah, that's how an important one. That? Thanks, yeah. Stubot. <laughs> when Stubot hits you with something, you should you should relish Kinda it. run with it. Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, Hillary. Yes. You're a Hillary. Yes. Uh, so much like Clune Dog, I immediately resist the urge to call you Hill Dog. Yeah, that's definitely one. I would say <laughs> less so than others, but don't call a woman a dog. That's well, exactly. Guys, let's that's just fine. not do that. Exactly. Um, kind of like Mike, I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest of five, and my brothers and sisters are a lot older mm-hmm. than I am. So I have a lot of nicknames with them. 
but I'm just going to run down the list really quickly. Okay, so like there's the obvious ones like Hill, Hilly, Hillbill. Hillbill's a big one. And then like Hillary Dickery Dock, that was one because we'd sing it to my name. Uh, my sister weirdly called me Uda Buddha. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from. Hmm. Um, okay, and this is like my one little... St- Do you ever... Hmm? Do you ever go to Buddha? Because I know we were talking about where I should stay when I'm in Austin. It's oh, Buddha. Buddha no. was on the list. It's Buddha. Yeah, no. Bobby, okay. don't don't tip your hand like that. Don't <laughs> don't. It's Buddha, not Buddha. It took me it took me like a week to pronounce San Marcos last time I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Manshack, yeah. Buddha, yeah. San Marcos. I mean, there's a there. You can tripped up a uh, all kinds of ways and and uh, yeah and. Guadalupe. You know, it's it's a white people bomb. Oh, it really is. Um, as long as I get some kaloshes, I don't care. <laughs> so the the one that okay, so my dad, I don't know, like when I was in middle school or high school, started calling me Trixie. I don't know why. I don't know where it came from, but that's just what he calls mm. me. Okay, so this is my one funny story. You look like a trick. <laughs> well, it's sort of, it's like that's become my name with my dad. So weirdly, <laughs> when I was in college, I don't I don't have any tattoos but at the time I was like I want a tattoo it was like 1999 I thought you know everybody's getting a tattoo I'll get one you know like on my lower back that would be cool but I kept thinking like what do I want to get I mean I don't want to get anything that would in 10 years I would look back on it and be like oh gross why did I get that so I was trying to think of things that would like (laughs) last a long time so my a giant phoenix (laughs) yes much like Ben Affleck that was what I really thought I was gonna get but my bright idea which thank Christ I didn't like convert on is that I was gonna get the name Trixie tattooed on my back. And then all of a sudden I thought I flashed forward to be, you know, being with somebody and then being like, well, what does that mean? And me saying, that's my dad's, (laughs) my dad's nickname for me. So I didn't. Luckily I was smart at one point in my life. I was smart and did not do that. You can even lose a female erection with that explanation. Um, Okay. So Trixie's my dad's. Uh, and H bomb was what some people called me, like when DJing was really I like cool. That yeah, H bomb's good. Yeah. Um, my, uh, I was like an early AOL adopter, like you know, in 1996 or whenever they went from not being mm-hmm. hourly to monthly. And uh, my name was Hilliv. It's H I L I V. So that's like my name on everything, yeah. basically. So yeah, that is people still call me that. They're like, hey, Hilliv, but that's that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, and then David, I I used AOL a little bit, but I also still remember my ICQ number, which was four, eight, nine, three, eight, one, eight. So (laughs) Jesus. Hey, two, three, eight, four, eight, zero, zero, eight, six. That was my, uh, I was going to say, we all all have a number. Um, and then just as for, that should be my tattoo. (laughs) You're like, here it is. Although that's like very close to like concentration camp. That's a little, a little, uh. Yeah. A little depressing. It's just so people can identify my, my remains. <laughs> That's true. I'm just hoping we can cut out all the really racist stuff you said and still keep some of this conversation. Um, uh, and then Dave and I, like, Dave, uh, Mike, what you were saying, I don't, if I call Dave, I only call Dave Dave, like, in front of other people. I, I don't really call him Dave. Mm-hmm. Um, his, right. our, We call each other Bubba. I don't know why. Or Bubby or Bubbala or... Any iter Bubba Lyerson. I don't know. Aww. It's like many iterations of it. So we both it, call each other that. Is Dave Jewish? No. But I think we thought it was funny. I'm huh. I, My dad's Jewish, and I think we thought it was funny. I don't 
No. Okay. Uh, All right. Because, yeah, that's very Jewish because, yeah, my, my friend, uh, Dave in L.A., that's I, I call him. I call them those names. (laughs) See, Um, the one thing I'm really nervous about with my kids is Dave's nickname growing up in Boston was Butsy, and I fucking hate that name. And I like feel it with my kids. And I like his friends that are like, hey, Butsy, Butsy. I'm like, ugh, please don't ever call my kids that. Don't call me that. I'm going, reverting back to Livingston. I know, I'm fighting it. So that is the summation of my nicknames. It's quite a list. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there. I like you said, Mike. I'm sure there are some lying out there. Yeah, I mean, Bobby came up with a couple of them that I've just blanked on, but are fucking obvious that everyone knows. <laughs> Trixie's pretty good. Trixie's though. good, and, and Trixanna. That's yeah, it. I like Trixie. And Trixanna is like a the formal version of Trixie is Trixanna. Oh yeah, I mean, tri- you, Trixanna's when you're going out to a nice dinner. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're just, you're cute enough to pull oh, it off, thanks. is what I'm saying. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, shucks. I'm blushing. Uh, so, I mean, listeners, if you have thoughts on um, other nicknames for Mike or Hillary, or I guess for me, or uh, if you have great nicknames you want to tell us about, please send them. But this is a conversation that we can continue because um, this thoroughly amuses me. <laughs> Or Luke or Andrew. I, I had a great I had a great one for Luke, you know. I, I woke up in the middle of the night, it had to be like four AM and I was like, Oh, this is the best and I should send this right now to Andrew and then I said, But I'll remember it. It's so great I'll remember <laughs> nope. it. And then I woke up at six thirty and it was gone. Completely yeah. gone. <laughs> Fuck. I hate that. Yeah, because Lurk is Don't trust yourself at four in the morning. Just do turn on your phone and put it in somewhere. Yeah, Lurk is not great. I mean, it kind of makes me laugh, no. but it's not great. Yeah. I just, I'm wondering if it was actually a good nickname or if you just thought it was because it was four <laughs> in the morning and you you were in that state of no, mind. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You There's a possibility to... of that for sure. But but you don't know. You will never know if you don't put it down somewhere. You kind of had to you know pee, what I mean? but you didn't want to get out of bed. So you just willed yourself back to sleep. Yes, that's exactly it. Because yeah. I don't pee till 530. So I'm like, okay, well, let's just, uh, well, okay, I'll remember it. Oh, I never remember. It's going to come back to you and you're just, it's going to be like the L man. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll come back to me and it'll be great, but it'll be like four months from now. And nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, let us know. Let's keep them coming because this would be good. And also, you know, all the other hosts are fair game too. Oh yeah, feel free to take a shot at any of them with a good nickname because, uh, you know, it, you know, I think Anne and I have the hardest, um, the hardest road on this because we both have pretty short names to begin with. Yeah, Bobby Anne. I mean, Anne with a plan is good, but that's more of a catchphrase nickname than no, just a that. That's just a fucking descriptive. Yeah. That's right. just <laughs> that's just the truth. That's just a fucking fact. <laughs> But and feel free to be hurtful. I don't mind. Yeah, we could take it. We promise not Stump to related just whine stuff, like I don't care. little willy babies on the show about it. We won't. We won't yell at you until you shouldn't listen to our show. Oh, our spouses won't be offended. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How offended was Dave by stuff that's been going on on TV? I mean, extremely. But he has no awareness of it. No, he listens way. to while I play it while I'm in the shower. That's about his extent. Oh, God.
God. We need to get um, LRB branded waterproof um, Bluetooth speakers as merch in the merch that's store. That's a good idea. I love mine. And yeah, that's, that's what we need. We need more people listening to us in the shower. Speaking of awkward mirror locations. <laughs> yeah. um, you know what? I, I've actually permanently damaged my iPhone from trying to listen to podcasts in the shower because like, it was like right after I got off my last amputation, I, I was trying to, you know, take a, a shower on this stupid fucking apparatus in there. And I was because I hate um, I hated my situation and I was feeling depressed. So I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts. And I set my uh, iPhone down on the edge of the shower and I thought I had it covered up with a curtain and I didn't quite have it covered up. And ever since then, whenever I get a notification, it makes a <laughs> noise Aww. and it drives Emily crazy. So I have to turn off every notification ever, which means that I sometimes miss important stuff. And uh, <sighs> let's just say I could have used that the LRB um, LRB branded. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you might be missing an important conversation or you might be missing um, Barb and Amy going Dr. House on something in the chat. So (laughs) I'm glad you said Dr. House there because, uh, yeah, sometimes it it gets pretty uh, gets pretty wild. It's pretty speculative. (laughs) All right. uh, Before we go, and I really put this on as filler, but I guess we really didn't need it. Uh, I'm coming yeah. down to Austin <laughs> in a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, a few of us are going to um, the Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me taping the first Thursday in May. And so I'm coming down and, Thursday. And Luke is going to appear on that. I think yes. some people don't even realize that Luke is going to be in Austin appearing on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I'm not. First, uh, first weekend in uh, in May. I'm not holding my breath for Luke time, but um, I assume right. he'll be flying in from a CBS shoot and then out to another CBS shoot and then a live wire taping. They're still working on that, uh, uh, coconut story. <laughs> the daiquiri. Yeah. He's got to go back to Puerto Rico <laughs> or something. <laughs> Follow gonna, up file. Sending him to Cuba. Uh, it's going to air someday Yikes. and he'll love it because he'll look so much younger in the piece <laughs> right it'll be a for a 10 year piece it'll be like uh what was that uh link later movie boyhood yeah With the tv version of it yeah it's, it's hosthood yeah um i'm gonna be in town for a few days i'm not flying out until early monday morning and so i still need to figure out where i'm staying but on top of that we should make the most of it and get everyone together because I know not everyone can make it to the live, uh, not live, the wait, wait taping in part because the tickets sold out in like three minutes. Um, because it's Austin, yeah. because it's the only city in Texas where <laughs> people want to hear uh, Peter Sagal's jokes. Right. <laughs> That's true. Even I only kind of want to hear Peter Sagal's jokes. but <laughs> I like Peter Sagal a lot. I, I, I do I, too, I actually. I may be alone. I, I, I get a little frustrated with some of the low-hanging fruit. I mean, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. they finally yeah, stopped making to. Kardashian jokes because they had their whole thing with Kim K. And they're like, yeah. there was a newfound respect for her because of that. But um, So, yeah, Friday or Saturday night or something, we should we should pick a day. and we, Or, you know, I was wondering, would an afternoon be better than an evening? Uh, by the way, this is the part of the show where we just plan the thing on the show because we are inspired by TBTL. Uh, should we just do it in the afternoon? Would it be easier for people with kids and dogs like to do something? Can we do a geography quiz first? Sure. Let's do it. Yeah. 
I'm going to give all the label all the counties in Texas. <laughs> How drunk were the people who mapped Maryland? I mean, come on. <laughs> Just because there's water Creeks, there, rivers. Mean that... What what is that crazy eastern part of Maryland? Uh, that's where the crabs come from. <laughs> um, Sounds like my last day. Thank you. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Yeah. So, I mean, should we? Uh, what, what's the I, what's the bar situation in Austin? When we do meetups in Seattle, I'm always amazed the children aren't allowed in the bars. Whereas I grew up in bars in New York, mm-hmm. so um, I, I never think of it. You know, we could do it wherever. We could do it my house. We could do it at a bar. We could do it wherever. I mean, the place where we went last time is far south, but um, you know, the Moon Tower. But it, it's nice because yeah. it's so big and you don't have to like yeah. reserve any. I mean, it's huge. It's mostly outdoors. Um, and it's it'll still be somewhat temperate out, uh, hopefully in May. So yeah. I kind of. Moon Tower was great. Yeah. And nobody had a negative review yeah. of that place. And there's food cool. trucks, drinks. There's a couple of bars. There's usually like a band or something playing. So, I mean, I think that's fine. And listen, I'm getting a babysitter. My kids are not coming. It's not happening. So. <laughs> Y'all can meet at some point, but they're not coming. That's fine. Yeah, mustaches are being critiqued live. <laughs> Jugs are being blown on. It's a real Austin experience. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, I know Little South is probably good because I know, I mean, I assume there might be at least one listener in San Antonio. And, and I suppose if the people from Houston want to road trip it up, we could spare them having to come into the city. I don't city. know any North Austin or... Even close to North Austin, tents. I don't either. Everybody's no Waco south. Tents. Oh Jesus! Yeah. yeah, I mean, even you know, if you're coming from Waco or Dallas, I mean, whatever. It's like six of one. What you're gonna come? You, you're, you're already you're driving. Committed to the drive. So, yeah, why yeah. not go to a cool place yeah. instead of a lame yeah. place? And I, I know... just want you to stop if you're passing through Waco. Just get me some shiplap from Chip and <laughs> Joanna Christ. headquarters, right? <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, I think that would be good. I mean, I think it's pretty flexible, but I think that would be really fun to meet up there personally. All right. Yeah, well, there, then... there's no way there's no way there's not room for people there, and there's so much cool stuff at that joint. Yeah. So I guess people are employed, so Friday is probably not great. But we should just look at like Saturday afternoon, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Oh, it's um, the only problem is now that I look at the calendar, uh, it is Cinco de Mayo. Oh. Well, I mean, that it's fifth a- of May. Oh, is that a holiday that anyone cares about in Texas? I'll be twenty surveys as deep, so I won't be able to make it. Uh, I mean, yes, people do, but it's like whatever. It's it's like St. Patrick's Day. I I don't think that Moon Tower would be exponentially. No. It's so big that I no. can't imagine that you would be like, oh my god, this is so annoying. I think it would be. Okay. It's huge. Yeah. It's a, it's like a sprawling estate. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, I wish we would have had the uh audio from what we did that night yeah. which was out from by the volleyball the, courts um, yeah, yeah 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 i mean there there are multiple volleyball courts at this place so there's no way it's <laughs> like getting too crowded out here yeah. oh we're getting crowded into the volleyball courts no it's, it's very <laughs> like um plenty of room. dazed and confused like party by the moon tower kind of party vibe yeah yeah, yeah that's the that's the vibe yeah. for sure all right, well, then we'll do uh, Dias de Cinco de Mayo, <laughs> I guess, at Moon Tower. Like and um, 
well, details to follow, but if you're in um, driving or whatever distance you're willing to travel to the South Austin area and uh, want to join us, mark the 5th of May on your calendars and uh, we'll get an announcement out. And we've promised to have captured at least most of the serial bombers. God, by Jesus, then. please. Hopefully. Hopefully that's all it's only done t- and good. Well, because like Mike, you get you get sports uh betting packages and uh Hillary, I sent you headphones this week. Yeah. <laughs> I got several packages this week and I was like, of all the weeks. And actually Bobby, when you sent me They suspended though. FedEx uh suspended for at least a day because we were supposed to get some uh uh it was kitty litter, but it's for our bunny. They just weren't delivering that day. They just said, fuck it. We're not coming to Manchac. We're not coming to South Austin and Manchac uh, today because we don't want uh, our employees to die. Well, Bobby, you had sent yeah. me the headphones like via, you know, Amazon same day. So it's basically like favor or whatever lift for Amazon. So I pulled up to my house. Mm-hmm from going to the gym and there was literally some random dude pulling up with like a with an Amazon box. Oh, and right. I'm like, yeah. do I take it? But I knew it was I knew what it was, but I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. Like he's not in a UPS truck or FedEx. He's in like a Yeah, there's a lot of subcontracting going on these days yeah. because yeah. everyone gets everything delivered. Yeah, he's like in a Chevy Malibu it's or weird. something and I'm like, okay. There's a there's a green pine tree hanging from the package. He's offering you a mint as he walks up. I'm like, I don't know. But yeah, hopefully Do you want some bottled water while you open your package and explode your face? I think, you know, I think it's I th- hopefully it's all done. Hopefully there's no like remaining packages, but it was funny. I mean, no offense guys, but one of my friends said, you know, last night before he was caught, he said, she said, I hope like hi- him or her gets caught. And I was like, it's a guy. Like, I, it, <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no percentage of this that is a woman that is doing these, like, trying to kill children. And the homeschooled <laughs> Christian, afraid of the world, was a woman. No. 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 I know, because he'd open that box and it would just nag you to death. Am I right? Uh. <laughs> 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 I just want to get back to a time and a place where we can say package and giggle again. <laughs> Yes, because this has really ruined package. I love that. That's a great phrase, Bobby. (laughs) Let's giggle again. Can we giggle again? Make America giggle again. Can anyone remember laughter? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike. Can you do some housekeeping, please? (sighs) okay. I guess I can. Um, merch. Uh, we will soon have some waterproof uh, LRV yes. sleeves so we can listen to podcasts in the shower and not have to live with our thoughts about um, our lost limbs and uh, lost dreams. Um, we still need help archiving. At least Christy does. So get in touch with us. Um, you can buy things through our Amazon link, littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon. Earbuds and earworms. I was just going to look at that because I wanted to contribute a song this week, but I was, um, I ran out of time. But uh, 
Go check that out for We're, sure. Because uh, it's great at, every week. It'll be double. It'll be double entendre songs coming. Oh out next. right, double entendre. I mean, that's fertile ground. I I immediately thought of like four or five songs that that could go there. And I'm sorry, like "Stroke Me" doesn't count. So <laughs> There's no that, like double entendre single. in that. There's a that's a single. So uh, we should go on to do an episode about single entendres, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right, my neck, my back, you know those kind of songs. Um, Bobby, how to how do people get involved? Well, they can find us at littleredbandwagon.com. They can send their throwing of phones and hugging of phones to throwyourphone.com, which might be the single smartest thing we've ever done. And by we, I mean Jeremy setting that up. Oh, because... and it's been a huge week so far, <laughs> but might be our biggest week. Yeah, and I'm so sorry I'm not going to be on the recap this week because, whew. People are having opinions. Yep. <laughs> Facebook page is Little Red Bandwagon. The show Twitter is LRB Podcast. Hillary, where can people find you? Well, I'm on Twitter at Hilliv, as previously mentioned. H I L I V. Holla. And it's mostly like uh, feminist rants, but no, uh, or retweets. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm on Facebook, Hillary Livingston Butler. Feel free. Free to friend me. That was hard to say. Oh, your your uh, your banner picture with Duchess. I know and, uh, with the blue bonnet. I can't ever change it. I won't change it. It's from so long ago. It's so it's great. So that was when we first. My got heart her. melts every time. Baby girl. Um, um, go friend. Oh. Go friend Hillary to see that picture because for business reasons, I really need the mixer to be the show picture. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty Duchess, much. I love you. I know. She's the best. She's the best. She can't hear that, but Play she's the podcast the and, and let me say, uh, and just turn it way up and say, Duchess, I love you. Here's a treat. Oh, baby. Here's some cheese. You'll give her cheese. No. You'll oh share your God. cheese. I, you know what? Because it's, uh, 1138 PM. And I should have been asleep an hour and a half ago. I have a baby bell here to control my blood sugar. And I'm, if we don't get done soon, I will eat it on the air, which is something I swore I would never do. You can email us at littleredpadbunga at gmail.com. Hurry, Voicemails hurry. and texts to 802-432-TBTL. That's 802-432-8285. Uh, and with that, I will get us out of here. Until next time, guys, this is the next party. All right, we love you, Jen, and this was a baby bell against your mind. <laughs> Hillary, it's your stuff. Oh, nailed it! Do it in the clip. Okay. Nailed it! Good. Uh, Even though I could have easily just figured out the first you one. You can do my deep. Do one more, do one more. <laughs> <laughs> do it soon. Give us a, just for safety. <laughs> Nailed it.